Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to this special episode. I am Shantae R. Roddy, the founding host of She Boss Talk. I am uh, the woman that helps other women be the boss with amplified impact. And as we all know, uh, we've, we're in unprecedented times as entrepreneurs and small business owners. Um, and so I've been giving a series of lives to really educate um, all of you all up out there as much as I possibly can to help you get access to opportunities that are out there, which includes funding and grant opportunities and uh, business opportunities as well. So I'm coming on today um, in this live to talk about small business preparedness. So what things you need to know in order to access funding in order to access grants, which is free money that is available uh, to you, and other opportunities. Um, because it's important to know that these opportunities are out there, but if you're not prepared to get them, um, then you will, you will not be able to um, access those opportunities, and the ones that are prepared will. So that's why I'm coming on today. So please come in, please drop a comment, say hello. Let me know that you're here. Uh, feel free to ask any questions. I always follow up after the broadcast to answer any questions. Hit that love button and share out this broadcast to other entrepreneurs and small business owners who need this information. Because too many times I hear, oh, I don't know where to find it or no one to help me. Um, but if you are connected to this platform, to this show, we always share so much content. Um, we educate as much as we can, provide uh, information, resources, and tools to really help you to thrive in your business. So you need to stay tuned into this, um, this program. So I wanted to first start off by talking about your EIN. What is that? That is your employer identification number. Um, it's similar to your social security number. Every person has a social security number, okay? Every person has some tax ID number that follows them throughout their entire life. That is what your EIN number is for your business. And oftentimes, no matter what type of opportunity that you're pursuing, nothing, not to say that you have an illegitimate business, right? Because I know a lot of uh, a lot of you out there have side hustles. You're trying to make, you're trying to build, uh, build your life. You're trying to provide with your family. That's all and well. But in the eyes of the government, in the eyes of financial institutions, in the eyes of potential partners you want to do business with and clients, there are certain things that they look at to say, is this person really in business? Do they have a legitimate business? And do I want to risk, right? Do I want to take a risk on them? Do I want to bet on them? And before they bet on you, you need to bet on yourself and make sure that you're prepared that you have the, this information available. So you definitely want to get your EIN because that is your business tax identification number. Um, again, that most of the time, if you're requesting or applying for funding, grant opportunities, um, if you're working with business partners, that, that's one of the first things that they're going to ask for. Um, that's one of the first things that they you need to put on your tax forms, like your W-9 forms. Anytime someone is bringing you on as a contractor, anytime somebody is paying you money, that they need to report on their taxes, okay? So that is your EIN number. Another thing you want to make sure that you have is your business registration. 
okay so you definitely need to incorporate your business meaning you're legalizing your business and i know so many entrepreneurs are solopreneurs your sole proprietors what does that mean you and your business are one well what you need to work on is separating your business so your business is a standalone entity that operates on its own that bears the risk bears the liability you want to shift any liability from your personal self and your personal assets onto your business. In order to do that, you have to incorporate your business um, and you need to register your business in whatever state you live in. That is called Articles of Incorporation. And you can do that through your Secretary of State's office. Again, that is your Secretary of State's office. You have paperwork that says, yes, I am legally authorized to operate this business in the state that I operate okay so if you're not doing that you want to get to the point that you're doing that you want to take the steps now if you're trying to get funding like we're in unprecedented times all I don't know any small business owner that has not been impacted by COVID-19 with the stay-at-home orders everybody is impacted and there are funding opportunities so many funding opportunities free money out there but these are things that they're going to ask for if you if you're applying to get most of the funding that's out there okay they're going to ask you is your business registered do you have an ein number so they can track that because guess what unlike you your personal self which is a private right we're all private people i like i'm private but your business is not your business is public information and you have to be transparent and so they're going to ask you for the for that information. So a prime example is that I'm leading I'm leading an effort, and She Boss Talk is leading an initiative to uh, raise money to help women business owners um, get grants because there have been so many of us impacted. So I partnered up with GoFundMe. They partnered up with other organizations. I partnered with them to start a campaign, and they're going to match me for the money that I raised up to $500. In order to do that, I had to meet a certain criteria, right? And I had to be able to submit it. And part of what I had to submit is make, making sure that I had a valid EIN, that I'm a registered business uh, in the state that I live in and, and be able to identify how I'm registered, okay? So those are just primary things that you're gonna be asked for. Another, um, document right sometimes it's online a lot of times you have a digital company profile you may have it in a powerpoint presentation or a word document it's a company profile that gives background information on your company who you are what you do who you serve what type of products you sell what your mission is what your vision what your value system is for your business and it could be in a simple five one pager document it can be on your website but they they, there's a potential that you will be asked for this, right? This is something that's regularly asked for in your business plan. So if you have a business plan, this is one of the items that is outlined in your business plan. So you want to make sure that you have that, that you need to know that for yourself when you're in business, because you need to know where you're going. You have to think long-term, what are the long-term goals for your business? Where, where do you plan to be in five years or 10 years? You know, you need to know that and other people want to know that especially if they're going to be investing in you and giving money to you and your business or if they're going to be partnering with you and your business 
So another thing that is regularly requested is your website. And so I mentioned this because too many entrepreneurs and business owners do not have a website, right? So you may just be doing business on the side. You may have like a Facebook page. You may be operating on Instagram. But again, when, you know, people are looking to see if you have a legitimate business, like including me, if I start out on Facebook and I see you, the next thing I'm looking for is where's your website? Where can I go to get all the information about you, your business, your values, who you serve, to see if, this is, if, you, if I want to do business with you? So the same thing is what the government is going to be looking for, the financial institutions are going to be looking for, and any potential partners and clients uh, and customers that may take interest. Most of the time, they're looking to verify that you have a website. And unfortunately, about 50% of small business owners don't have a website. And if you don't have a website, you are not competitive in these times. Guaranteed, no matter how great your business is, it can be better. Everybody needs an online presence. You need a main hub for your business, even if you're working working on a different other platforms, um, which is great. I do the same. But what do I do? I leave everybody back to my website, which is mine. You don't own Facebook. You don't own Instagram. You don't own YouTube. At any time they shut down, what do you have? Right. So you need to make sure that you have your homes, your home base, which is your website, which is going to there. Anyone is going to be um, going to be asking you for that information. So if you just say only oh, have a Facebook page, you know, no matter how simple you think it may be, they're going to say, OK, I don't know that this person is really in business in business for the long haul or, you know, it's sustainable business. Okay, so make sure that you work on getting a website. And again, websites, you can get an affordable website. There are free website builders that are out there. So don't think you have to spend thousands of dollars. You can spend, you can spend $100 or $10,000. It just depends on where you are in your business and what types of site, how robust you need it to be. But the bottom line is you could get a free website, okay? And so the next thing is they looking for your social media presence. So I just mentioned that it is critical for every small business, no matter what business, no matter what industry, no matter how long you've been in business, we're in the digital age, right? We can tell by this uh, being in these unprecedented times during uh, this COVID-19 uh, pandemic, everybody is home. Everybody was forced to be home. And if you didn't have an online business, it's like, okay, I have to hurry up and try to build this online presence, right? So if you don't have your online presence, meaning that you're on social media platforms like Facebook, like YouTube, like LinkedIn and Instagram, making sure you have a consistent presence. That means you're showing up the same every, throughout you know, all these social platforms and you're, you have a brand consistency, a consistent brand message across the platforms that you're on uh, because that is going to be critical. So they're always asking, what are your social media handles? So they can go and check you out. So if you didn't think people were checking you out before, know that that is what they're doing. People are constantly looking at you, searching you, no matter if you think they are or are not, okay? And so make sure you do 
if you don't have an online presence, you want to start working on that, building up your brand and your social media presence, and making sure you don't have to be on every platform. Be where your target audience, your target clients are. Who are your ideal clients, right? Where do you need to be? Just show up there and show up there with consistency, with a message that is going to speak to your audience, okay? So another thing that you want to, that is really important, I think that we miss, is your story, okay? So I always talk about how powerful your story is. That's why we have this platform to allow women to be able to share their stories because there is power in your stories. And every single uh, grant application I've applied for, there's a line, there's a field that's asked, you know, what is your story? What are you about? What do you want us to know about you? Do not leave those field bl fields blank. Uh, be thinking about that. What is your story? Your story. Everybody has one. You have one. Your business has one. Um, you know, start thinking about that and writing that, writing that down, and being able to communicate what your story is when it comes to when people ask because they will. Like so, just today I applied for another grant application, um, and that was a that was a field. So everything else was technical. Give me all the business, and it says, "What is what is something else you want us to know about you?" When you leave that space blank, okay, you are telling them like you like your status quo. You're like everybody else. There's not really anything special. So know that you're when you're going after funding and grant opportunities and things like this, you're not the only one. You're competing sometimes with thousands of people and perhaps millions of people, okay? So you need to have something. If there's just one field that's going to help you to stand out that they're looking at, you want to be ready to say something that's going to separate you from the pack and make them look at you and be like, oh, wow. This person really has something special. We really want to help. Uh, we really want to help them because they're really, they're really about something. They're really about making an impact. So whatever your story is, be ready to share it. So in the application that I filled out, it was one field, and I could have put NA, and I could just put some one-word statement, but I wasn't going to miss the opportunity to let them know who I am, what my business is about, and why, why we need help to make an impact in the world. Okay, so another thing is your professional photo. Okay, so you people call it a headshot professional photo. This is a photo that you regularly use that is a neutral background that you can share with the world when asked. Your headshot is something that is frequently requested. So whether you're looking, you're applying to get funding, grants, a speaking engagements. Um, they're going to ask for your photo. What that means, it's not a selfie. You don't have background, um, anything in the background that is unprofessional, <laughs> like unmade beds, taking photos in the bathroom, right? Taking pictures in the kitchen uh, where you have dirty dishes, right? Or you have shopping bags. You want to have it neutral to really show and spotlight who you are. You want to make sure that your face is well shown, right? And that you are, um, you know, you don't have to smile, but smiling is great. Um, that you, you want to make sure it comes across, that you're professional and that you're open 
and that you're ready for opportunities, okay? So just be aware of that. And if you don't have the finances to go hire um, someone to take your photo, um, I, there's interns. You can do it yourself. You can use a selfie stick, position yourself, tilt yourself in a way that is professional where the headshot comes at least down here because you don't want headshots coming up here. It, it's going to make for a terrible photo because you need room for uh, people to be able to crop out and manipulate the photo so it, it shows you in your best light if they're going to use it. And why they ask for these things um, a lot of the times is to promote you. They use them for promotional purposes. So you apply for a grant, $5,000, $10,000 or whatever um, the grant amount is, um, and you submit your photo, they're going to want to talk about you. They're going to want to share you. You could possibly be in the news, in a press release, in a media release. Okay, so that's more exposure for you. So you want to be intentional about what photos you are sharing and you're making public to the world. So that is going to be uh, in your best interest to do that. So if you don't have a photo, work on getting that. If you have a relative, like a, one of my uh, former clients I was working with, I didn't have any photos. So I gave him tips on what to do. And I was like, you have relatives that are photographers. Use one of your relatives. <laughs> like grab them and say, can you take this photo? And there you go. Okay. The next thing is your bio. That's a biography, okay? So it's another story, a synopsis about you, right? About what do you want people to know about you um, as a person, you know, including the accomplishes that you've uh, made, challenges that you've overcome, uh, some accolades, the certifications that you have, all of those in, are in your bio, like who you serve, you know, how are you impacting the world is what is the primary thing in your bio. Um, but you're often called um, when you're, this is really pitching yourself, pitching your business, right? Uh, so you often called um, to provide a bio of yourself, whether you're, they're asking you to upload it or to copy and paste it. So you really need to want to work on putting a, bi a biography together, no more than one page, right? Have it one page and be able to uh, segment it, you know, because sometimes when you call for a bio, they only want like a, a paragraph or a couple paragraphs, but no more than one page <laughs> um, of your bio is really needed. But uh, you really want to make sure that you have that and you're prepared to be able to supply it when they ask for it. So even if they don't ask for it in the initial application, if you win, they will want to follow up and ask you for your bio, okay? But for most of the applications I've submitted, uh, they have asked to provide that information in the application, okay? And at this time, let me just say this. The process for getting grants and funding is, has been simplified than what it usually is. So this is a prime time to take advantage of the opportunities, no matter where they come from. This is not just the federal uh, funding, the forgivable loans, the PPP, uh, the emergency uh, disaster injury loan. This is county, state funding opportunities. This is funding and grants uh, through individuals and uh, uh, private organizations and companies that are every day are coming out with a new fund, a new grant, wanting to help small businesses. Okay. So 
funding can come from a number of different places and you need to know that and be able to access and then know what the criteria is. Um, and, and I already talked about the slides, the profile, having your mission, your goals, being able to communicate those, your challenges, your challenges, your successes. They want to know about that. They want to know what challenges are you facing like right now? How is this grant going to help you? Right? Why do you need this money? And how much money do you need? <laughs> right? Uh, and they will also ask you, could possibly ask you for an impact statement. Um, if not formal in a document, it will be like in a field or a paragraph, right? Of how are you, how is your business impacting the world, right? Or how are you going to make an impact with the money that they give you? So you have to be ready to speak on that, whether you're a nonprofit or for-profit business. We're in business to make an impact. So we're not just in business to make money. We are servants. We're servant leaders. So most of us got into business to solve a problem, um, to help other people. Uh, so they want to know what are you doing to make an impact on the world? How is your business? So think about that for you and your business. How, what are you in business for? What are you in business to do? How are you going to impact your community? How are you impacting the clients that you serve? And be ready and willing to talk about it, right? And clearly and concisely, okay? And then tell, be able to talk about how the funds will be used. So um, in all of the applications that I've come across, um, whether they're federal, state, private, uh, you recently filled out one for the county. Uh, they, they just opened one up for the city here um, in Cleveland, Ohio. But they want to know, what are you going to use the funds for, right? What is the need? Are you going to use it to pay your employees, right, to, to retain them, to hire them back? right, to gain more employees? Are you making a shift in your business? Are you pivoting in your business, right? Uh, developing a new business model due to uh, the stay-at-home order. So maybe, you know, your business was so heavily impacted that you decided to just shift your business model entirely um, from a brick-and-mortar to an online business. So they want to know that. Like, are you going to use it to uh, sustain revenues? Are you going to use it for operational costs? Are you going to use it for inventory? So you need to think about how much money you need meaning what are the costs in your business and be willing to say that. So you're not just saying, okay, I want $10,000 and you don't really need $10,000 or you don't know what to do with $10,000, but really be thinking about what are the needs in your business? What are the costs associated with your business? And the easiest way to do that is make sure that you have proper accounting systems set up. Um, there are free accounting tools like WAVE. There are low-cost accounting tools uh, and a effective counting tools, right? So Wave uh, apps is one, FreshBooks, QuickBooks, Xero um, are just a few of the ones that are out there and that makes it so much easier to be able to um, generate a lot of the different reports that you're either going to need to pull information from or they're going to ask you uh, to provide these statements, whether it's payroll, whether it's a balance sheet, whether it's a cash flow analysis or profit and loss analysis. It will be, it makes it so much easier if you have your system set up and you hit a button, you set the dates and you generate the reports. 
Um, and so it's going to make the process that much easier because the more time you save in applying for these opportunities, the better, because usually it's first come, first serve. So as we know in this last stimulus that um, passed, I, I don't think it was out a week before they ran out of money. So the people that applied, most of the people that applied first had all of their documentations in, got it quicker, right? And then those that delayed or you didn't submit it. So know that first of all, you have to apply to get anything. You have to be willing to submit your application. So just know these are some of the things that will prepare you to be ready uh, for these different opportunities. And along with the accounting system to make sure that you have your taxes done. So, so many um, entrepreneurs and business owners are will miss out because simply because you don't have your taxes done. Number one, they may ask for your tax forms. Number two, again, they ask for information from your tax, from your taxes. So you, if they say you had to have had a certain revenue or certain income in 2018 and 2019 to qualify, and you don't, you can't substantiate whether you qualified or not, <laughs> they, they can't substantiate it. That means that you're not going to be able to get it, right? Or it's going to be delayed until you can be able to file your taxes and provide that information or for them to be able to substantiate that information. Okay. So a lot of these applications ask that, what are your revenues? Are they between you know, zero to 100,000? Is it between 200,000 and 500,000? Is it in excess of a million dollars? All right, so you have to know what your revenues are. They're going to ask you, uh, you know, what percentage of losses did, did you incur between January and April? And what was the losses, the percentage between April this time last year and April this time this year? Okay, so the easiest way to be able to find that out is to have an accounting system and be able to pull a report that clearly shows what your income, what revenue you generated last year, instead of trying to grab some paper and trying to figure it out and go scrambling and trying to find receipts, it's already there, right? So again, you wanna make sure, these are just a few of the things. I'm sure there's uh, many of you out there that know some other um, key um, essential things that business owners need to know. Please do uh, drop those in the comments as well. As much information as we can give you to set you up for success and you be prepared um, is going to be to your benefit and know that a lot of opportunities are really time sensitive is really time sensitive so learn about them early on when we tell you about them mark your calendar set your alarms and your alerts so you know when these things are coming so you can jump on it quickly because they will tell you all the information, what the criteria is, what the deadlines are um, to get these things in. And a lot of times, like this, this past grant with the U.S. Chamber of Commerce literally closed in minutes. It was so much traffic, so many millions of people trying to apply for the grant. The, the system crashed in minutes. So... If you waited a day, you were it was already closed. Before the end of the day, it was closed, okay? So not all of them are going to be like that. So there's a ton of um, grant opportunities. Uh, you could go to www.grants.gov uh, uh, to get information. You can also go to www.sba.gov as well, 
okay? So just to recap, you wanna make sure you have your EIN, your employer identification number, your business tax ID. Let's keep it simple, your business tax ID, business registration, make sure you legalize your business, you're legally registered in the state that you operate, right? You want a company website, you can get them a website builder for free, build your own website if you need to. Make sure you have a consistent presence on social media, get your headshot photos together, have your bio, use your, your cloud systems, Google Drive, OneDrive, whatever you use, gather all these things in one place so it's just ready. So it's just ready when you're applying for these different opportunities. Get your company profile slides together. Draft your mission is one paragraph. Your goals, challenges, successes, have an impact statement. It could be a short statement. I know how your funds is going to benefit the community. Be able to share your story, know what your story is, your power story, and know and be able to provide details on how your funds are going to be used, okay? So I hope this information has been helpful for, for you. Um, please tune in uh, regularly to uh, this show, to this platform. We share so much information uh, related to COVID-19 and just information that is going to be helpful for you as an entrepreneur uh, and business owner for you to not only start your business, but to be able to scale and thrive in your business and generate the revenue that is going to help you uh, provide for your family right on a consistent basis and be able to build wealth and leave a legacy for your family. If you would like to be a guest on our broadcast, we invite you to apply. There's so many opportunities where we spotlight women in business. Um, so you can be a partner, an ambassador, you can be a guest on our live show, our podcast, or if you want to write on our blog, you have a story to share, we want to hear and we want to share your story. We want to amplify your voices and your impact with our audience. So leverage our platform to expand your reach, your visibility and your exposure. We're happy to help you do that. Feel free to go to our website at www.shebosstalk.com and be sure to follow us everywhere we are on social media. Be sure to like our, our live show page where I'm broadcasting. Follow us on Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, and Pinterest, and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Uh, thank you so much. Be blessed. Stay safe, you all, and be in good health. And I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day.